0: equipment oh baby
1: thanks to dan well, yeah thank you very much love
0: to- sorry i'd love to say thanks to you lot but no one sent us a big bag of cash that's true what's actually, that about
2: we're looking at you listeners <laughs> hams of non-putting hand-in-pocketness yeah. i'd like to
0: imagine one of them's <laughs> robbing a bank right now and they've just <laughs> taken a pause and gone
2: you know i don't help you're right <laughs> it, i should contribute more in all fairness they, they don't really have a way or they've never had a way to contribute anyway. No, that's true. How do I? How do I,
0: What is love? What is love? Oh my God. <laughs> that almost <laughs> sounded like the song, Ned. And well done. Give, give Dan
1: a microphone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the Euro dance with yes. Dan segment. I've got one. <laughs> I, I know. But the,
1: the second part of that was give Dan a microphone and he will sing. <laughs> I will try not to. Karaoke King over there.
0: That and I, I just, I always want to get up real close and just do like the movie voice. Just sex- sexy world. man. <laughs> Where Paul gets a haircut, you know things like that. It's just <laughs> every four days, regular as <laughs> clockwork. <club> <laughs> You're such a vestigious little animal. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> it's like when I I went I went to the cinema with with Paul and his good lady wife, um, as opposed to his good man wife, which is m- me, I, I keep, guess. I keep that sure. one at home. Yeah, um, and uh, well, I was like, oh, you know, we have got a bit of time as well. She's like, no, 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 we we have to get there before the advert start yeah 15 minutes before the advert start I'm like, yeah what she's like he has to be there 15 minutes before the advert starts like oh okay really? cool yeah and then and then like, we move, and then we got in and i started walking up she's like no, no no we we've got to sit like here well you sit there because those are the seats you did. book well i didn't know <laughs> i assume because uh, i always assume when i go to the cinema i start walking up like at least to the middle it's a signed seating
2: yeah, you no, do. I'm... You do have to. It's allocated yeah. seats. Right, lads.
1: I, I hate people like you. at I think <laughs> <No, laughs> no. you can sit anywhere you like.
0: <laughs> yeah, just on someone's <laughs> lap. Come on, move over. Fucking out. This is why I like to get there early because sometimes I have to <laughs>
1: turf people out if I'm not the first one in there.
0: Is that why you started learning BJJ? Yeah, because it was just a big guy <laughs> in one of your seats. One. Yeah, I like to take oh, him I'll, out. I'll choke you out in three to six months.
2: Have, have you got your own special like and T-shirt that you put on and rock up? <laughs> I have that. specific seats. That he does. That,
0: he does. I'm, I'm not kidding. That, that's the point I was making because I, I just I didn't know you were sat that close to the front. Is the point I was the making? Middle
1: next to the barrier, so you put your feet on it. Right. Okay. And it's perfect <laughs> distance from the screen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh gosh, it was it was nice viewing. I will, I will give yeah. you that. This is normal behaviour. It's not.
2: It is. It's really not, buddy. It is for somebody who goes to the cinema twice a day I mean a a week
0: (laughs) Paul doesn't have a job he's actually on (laughs) benefits it's it's all been a charade I
1: would not be able to afford the cinema (laughs) this much if I didn't have a
2: job (laughs) so so Let's. um, what, what have you been up to then? <laughs> Dan, that was so smooth. Dan introducing a segment like
0: he's never seen a microphone before. So smooth. <laughs> went, so uh, what have you been up to so then? S-
2: so ah. <laughs> he's thrown up a little bit on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was trying to segue it from the whole fact that Paul's bound to talk about the cinema and what he's seen. <laughs> um, but I failed epically. Yeah,
0: I can really see what you were trying to do. Yeah, well, well done. Um,
1: on that segue, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you then.
2: Go. Go. I uh, went to see. Yes. Although, stop. I, I would hear. Time. I, <laughs> I would hear from Chris first. Oh, okay.
3: Okay.
0: Don't uh, you, uh, you, fucking
1: we, chief Indian. We, we, me. we, we sussed out a specific order and I've already stomped away. <laughs> <right. Yeah>, exactly.
3: <laughs> well, mine's got me as interesting as yours. Uh, house stuff, painting, doing skirting boards again, uh, upstairs. So. I, yep. f- I feel your pain. Yeah, It's all all the painting. That's it. That's all, all I've done. <laughs> apart from working. Boring, huh? Well, you bought some
0: headphones. Because <laughs> they keep going missing. <laughs> Speaking of things going missing, didn't you have a, an office mishap, Dan? No. What? I oh, thought oh you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone took your car. I yeah, thought you fuckers. was... Right, I thought you were joking. Nope. So, I've responded to your story in quite a jovial manner, and then... The way that you very seriously went, oh, "Yeah, mate, I can't believe it. Absolute cunts." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh, he means it. I'm going to end this conversation because I'm not going to be able to not take the piss." Do you so, know? No, what, that's true. You know, you know
1: what the what the funniest part of that was—the fact that I messaged him saying, "Oh, oh that's horrible," and then went, "Yeah, I have to use someone else's cot." I was like, "Oh, that's disgusting." He went, "Well, I've had to speak to human resources about it." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hold on! No, no, no! It's Fuck only it because up. no, it's only because there's been a spate of stuff going missing, <laughs> and I wanted staplers. I, I want to Add it to the list. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> hey, Mister Human Resources, I'm writing to inform you that so someone has taken my mug. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Other than that, what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Crying because my cup's gone missing. Uh, no, just generally buying new um, audio equipment for us, for our podcast. And, and what else you
1: been doing? You've been building a website. Doing a
2: website. <laughs> yep. Website incoming. In, yes, very soon as well. I've got the audio files. I just need to upload them and we need somebody, somebody out there who's good at writing to be able to praise us and yeah. say how good we are on the actual website. We've put also, the call out. Yes. What? So hang on, what? what you you want contributors <laughs> to write about
0: how good we are yeah, on our own website? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, are what? you going to do it? I'm not going to write about how good we are. No. I'll write. I'll, I'll produce content for the website,
2: but I'm not going to go. after the horror is really, really good. No, oh, d- I, really like. I didn't mean like that. Well, it's that's just like you like <laughs> <it sounded like. laughs> I just meant you need to listen. Blah blah blah. Ah, oh. I, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> One like of my I'm already
0: on the back foot. One of my podcast. many jobs <laughs> is co- is copywriting for websites. So just throw it at me and I'll and I'll do it. Bit of admin. Everyone loves a bit of podcast admin. Yeah, of course I do. What did you get up to, Paul? Uh, went to the cinema.
1: No. <laughs> yeah.
0: Get out of town. Yeah. Saw yesterday. Really good.
1: Directed by the same person who directed the film we're doing tonight. Yep. Was it uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. It's get right out of town. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not joking about that.
0: Yeah. I'm also I sound sarcastic. I'm really not. I'm genuinely surprised. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: yeah, straight up. Uh well oh. see, Spider Man last night. I so good? see that. Fucking amazing, yeah. Amazing. Really? You
0: see that. Yeah. Yeah. Not ultimate. <laughs> no. No. Is that all you've got to say about no, it? No, I went to the Cape <laughs> County show.
2: Oh, you stroke donkeys? no, not donkeys, uh, goats and stuff, yeah, didn't you? Stroke goats and sheep.
0: I stroke the goat most mornings, mate, to be honest.
1: <laughs> sheep are sticky, they're horrible. They are.
0: <laughs> they're really greasy. Sheep are
2: greasy. Nice. Fantastic.
0: Lambs look, you know, oh, it's a lamb. Mike, what are you done? Run your hand through it. It's like, you know, back when I was a grunger, right. making out with, making out of a girl who will not washed her hair in four years. I still kind of am a grunger. Not, <laughs> <laughs> I was I mean, going to say, your missus is going to go spare. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, I've not once seen you wear flared jeans with a with a chain. Who the fuck would wear flared jeans? Grunges, mate. No. Nah. Back in the day. No.
1: Nah. Yeah. Mate, I was a grunger. Oh, you're talking day. like
0: Gen X. I'm talking about like what the grungers were back in my day.
1: Oh, well, those weren't grunges because grunge well, we was were. 90s. And you're, <laughs> boy, you were like a little millennial. We know, called ourselves. I think you were emo or scene, weren't I you? I was not. Probably. I was goth, mate. Same difference.
0: How dare you? Oh, you were real, you dare weren't a real you?
1: goth like in the 80s. The 1800s. Like
0: yeah, I was a goth in the eighties. What the French, the French goths who uh, overthrew overthrew Parliament? Yeah, <laughs> in the eighteen hundreds. You're not a real goth. <laughs> so
1: we've been doing, Mike. What have you been uh, up to,
0: mate? Mostly drumming. I'll be honest. Like hitting I've, I've, Yeah, I did five gigs in three days, which is my my. Well, I sound a bit peaky, um, but yeah, it's um, it's been fine. Like I've been <laughs> I've been fine. Enthusiastic. No, let's just like. I played a lot of Hollow Knight, but I've, you guys probably don't give a fuck about that. Nope. It's like a two D Dark Souls kind of. Not a bit. When you compare something to Dark Souls, you sort of a, a fairy loses its wings. So, <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Um, got quite hyped about some games that are coming out. That's that's about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So we watched a film? Yes, we did. Yeah. What did we watch? Dan, take it away. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so we watched Sunshine by Danny Boyle. Um, the synopsis being. Not the rom com. Not the rom com.
0: Or the short film available on Amazon Prime? No. Six minutes long.
2: No, the really, really fucking good film. That's epically good. Whoa, whoa. We're
0: going there already. Not that yes. we're biased. <laughs>
2: um synopsis a team of international ast- astronauts whoa whoa, whoa 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 cowboy
0: what whoa. have a little bit of music ease you in oh okay it's feel a bit epic come on
2: really a telling. team of international astronauts oh whoa astronauts. who's this
0: guy <laughs> i can't do you them. can mate that was great that was really good don't i'm going red do that again <laughs> no. War. whoa
2: um, so, a team of international astronauts are sent on a dangerous mission to reignite the dying sun with, nucle- with a nuclear fission bomb in 2057.
0: Amazing. Nice. Uh, nice. nice. Yeah. Good. Yes. True. That is true. Worthwhile job there, Dan. Very
2: good. <laughs> you got a future ahead of you. In radio. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a face for radio, so. So, what do you think? What were what, what Lo- we saying? Loved it. Yeah, I mean, verdict
0: already. It's yeah. a
2: short episode. Yeah,
0: Get a Watch, see ya, bye. <laughs> well, it's, sun-
1: it's sunshine. Everybody loves it. So,
0: yeah. Fuck me, what a film. It's is good, isn't it? Made me cry. Did it? I had like a full-on existential crisis, and I don't know whether it was because, well, it was a little bit because of the film. And it was one of those things that really dawned on me, like after. So I, so, I watched it and I was like, "That was that was fucking beautiful." And then I really started to think about it, and then I started watching like fan theories and, and other bits, and then some bastard cut the are we all familiar with Carl Sagan yep so you know his speech the pale blue dot yep Um, someone intercut a very specific piece of music from Sunshine that I spoilers, we won't go into yet with that I was fucking on the floor. I was just weeping into my dog. <laughs> just going, well, so "We're all we've got, Dave. Oh, we're a pale blue Yeah, and we don't matter. We just start us fucking out. Yeah, it was um, it was deep. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, I didn't
1: have quite that reaction. No, um, love it though. What a great film. You forget how good it is, like between viewings, because I've seen it several times.
2: I don't it just because it's up there with as one of my favorite films of all time. Y-
1: yeah, I w- I would put it up there. I'm going to say right ahead though. Um, it's it's fringe horror at best.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: Before someone points this out on our social media. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you say that like as I said many episodes ago. Define horror to me. Like somebody tell me what horror it is, and then we can, like Jurassic Park can be a horror and things like that. So. There is elements of this film that involve blood and death and scary bits and nastiness. So it's
1: actually, uh, Mike's right when he says it's actually the existentialism of it. Like the whole, like it's not necessarily what's there that's so terrifying, Mm. it's just the whole concept of it. Cats just walked in. Okay,
0: <laughs> cool. Something brushed up against my leg, and you're like, "It's the existential <laughs> <Yeah>. horror." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh god, it's happening. I'm having a crisis."
1: Yeah, like it, it's the uh, it's the whole idea of the film, really.
2: Don't you, like. Oh, so like obviously we'll get into it, but there's so many yeah. points. So, just so
0: so there's an amazing post on Reddit that the the minute I started watching this film, I was reminded of it. Um, that says, um, I'll, "I'll just I'll, I did capture it. Give me a second. N D City. NDI city um, on March the 20th on in 2018 that said the sun is an eldritch abomination uh, the sun is probably the closest thing we'll ever have to a true eldritch abomination hear me out here it's older than recorded history was here longer than any of us um, any of us and will be here longer after we leave has a finite beginning and end but is still incomprehensibly ancient it burns itself into your vision instantly and can blind you if you look at it for too long Further prolonged exposure can cause cancerous growths. Non-humanoid, sh- um, non-humanoid shape floating through space. Colossal flaming tentacles angrily lash out on occasion. Sort of just appeared one day and is now surrounded by the corpse of its stillborn children. People used to sacrifice other people to appease it. I'm pretty sure it screams at us sometimes. <laughs> um, which I think is a very accurate depiction of what the sun is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after watching this film, I am now the the horror the horror that gets me is when something takes over you like like when when i was going you need to define that because i don't have many things <laughs> take over me no no but i mean in in a hor- i don't mean like you I'm, I'm a in puppet. i don't mean i don't mean you <laughs> You're but, but yeah i'm terrified of of that like the concept of losing your your free will so like for in 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 real, a real life example um there's those um there's those wasps that they lay they lay i wish i could tell you what what wasps they are because i hate being like oh there's those things but google it which i could have done but rant um it lays eggs in an ant and then the ant will go to the will go to like the top of a leaf and just stand there so a bird will eat it so that it will then go to somewhere else what's nice and warm and then the the, they'll lay eggs inside um the bird and like kill the bird
2: I've never heard this. Yeah, there's also you, a f- you there's have
1: because it's come up on the podcast before. There's
2: also I a fungus. Have. There's a <laughs> fungus
0: that does it as well. There's That's a mad. fungus that will land inside an ant, will change the ant's fucking brain chemistry. It will then climb to like the top of the top of like a leaf, and then just hold onto the leaf and die, so that the um so that the fungus can spread throughout it and and infect more ants. I'm fucking terrified by that. That's also why I'm ge- genuinely afraid. And, and, and would never, and like props to you guys, like fucking, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not having a go at you guys, but that's why I'd never become a parent because my friend told me exactly what happened the minute he became a dad. Cause he said, he said he held his daughter in his arms and something literally switched in his brain and he went, I will kill for you. It's true. You are yeah. the most important thing in the world Yep. and I will kill for you. I know that yeah. feeling cause I've yeah. got a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what people love when you
2: compare your animals to their babies. I yeah, do it all the yeah. time with Dave. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say it's true though. Like if somebody, like I don't know, took a BB gun to Dave, like and shot him. Oh yeah, what yeah, would I'd you go, do? Fucking mentally, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, would yeah, obliterate yeah, that person.
0: But I'm just, I, it just terrifies me because because it, a, having a child is a very biological thing. It's sort of like you're a slave to your biology. It's like oh, I must procreate, and something in you goes, I must do it, and then. <laughs> And I terrified of that. And, and the whole thing running through this is like people are people are enraptured by the sun. And whether it's a representation of a god or the devil or fucking an eldritch horror or or just human nature, we, we are inherently like lemmings. We want to throw ourselves off a fucking bridge. Apparently that's a myth. Lemmings don't actually do that. Yeah. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was them that perpetuated that rumor. Um that terrifies me. It terrifies me that there's there's something in my brain that could wonder as as someone, you know, to get a bit dark who who in the past had, you know, suicidal thoughts and I know what that feels like. To have something in your brain that just goes, and now you're gonna do this and you have no control over it it's fucking terrifying. Don't to me. Don't take drugs. <laughs> Don't take drugs. I, I won't. Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe maybe steer clear of the LSD <laughs> ecstasy.
2: <laughs> no, that'd uh, be all right.
0: Yeah, no, that might be all right. Yeah, you'll be alright. All right, thanks for the advice, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Choo-choo. Back on track. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Chris, do you want to take us through? Start okay. us through some So,
3: yep. Yeah, so, obviously, the, the, the sun is dying, the earth is freezing, uh, and the the film actually starts um, with a really nice shot of what you think uh, is the sun, and actually turns out to be the reflector uh, from the Icarus II, which I think is an amazing shot. It,
1: yeah, it's a great ship, isn't it? Yeah, it's demented. Looking. But
2: There's um, a nod back to the um, the previous episode, where we said it, like it's a very industrial looking yeah. ship. it's not enterprisey or Voyager or whatever. It's proper industrial yeah. and yeah, I it's, think it's, it's a work, it's a workhorse.
1: Yeah, it's there yeah. to do
2: a job, not to to look nice
1: to the aliens. And also a nice bit of uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no aliens in this.
0: Look, it's a <laughs> fucking, no, there like, is no aliens. Like, in. like it's a fucking classic car meet. Like just sitting <laughs> at the, exactly. at the past, like... For look at the, the nacelles on that <laughs> That's bastard. literally what I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Voyager walks past like a fucking like it's got hydraulics and the cells going
2: And then the Millennium Falcon just comes in and everyone's like, Oh it's a bit of a sheep, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it can drag you like or it can outdrag you any day of the week. <laughs> I don't care, it looks like a shit out. <laughs> yeah. Can do the
1: Kessel run real fucking. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Quick question. Yes. Why the fuck would you call it the Project Icarus? <laughs> um, well. No, I get, I get the mythological meaning. Let's just read out the mythological meaning. But what happened to Icarus, ladies and gentlemen? I about
1: Terry? The myth of Daedalus and Icarus tells the story of a father and son who used wings to escape the island of Crete. Icarus, is, uh, Icarus has become better known as the flyer who fell from the sky when the wax that joined his wings was melted by the heat of the sun
0: he because he got cocky and arrogant his yes. father told him to to fly low just above the water and he was enjoying flying so much that he flew too close to the sun and he died we all know that why would you name a, why would you name <laughs> I, a project the icarus project and then after it goes wrong name it again i was going to say that, yeah because this is the icarus 2 the first <laughs> yeah. one went missing i
1: th- i think th- I th- I think this is just a little bit of reverse clever. Reverse clever, like they think they're being really smart when what they run. the name? Yeah, we, um, <laughs> when they Alex Garland wrote the the film, I, th- I feel like he thought he was being really, really clever, but probably failed <laughs> <laughs> to think that. You know, everyone was, knows. Yeah, what and seeing. it was a terrible thing to name your <laughs> ship. You're tempting fate, my friend. What would you call it then?
0: Uh, The crushing inevitability. (laughs) Um, I would
1: call it the successful mission.
0: The done well. Yeah. The
2: succeeded and got home. That everybody survived and the planet is saved. Boomerang is what i call it. Yes.
1: (laughs) So we've got some great little features about the the ship itself. Um, Mm. For one, the oxygen garden. Yes. Which is such a cool idea. Yep. Like so that. they don't
2: have to worry about carrying all the oxygen. Yeah, itself. like
1: it's self-producing. It's
2: um, a good idea. I know. I'm sure. Like um, you know, they're discussing that sort of thing for missions to Mars because they're going to have to do the same yeah. thing um, in real life because you just can't carry that sort of volume.
0: Yep. Speaking of uh, speaking of real life, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, Brian Cox was the science consultant on this film. Yes. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, so he he was like almost almost everything in that film is scientifically accurate.
2: I love this film even more
1: than yeah. A- apart from the burning alive guy, that's super strong. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I said almost. <laughs> Spoilers, jeez. <laughs> so, so well, you say almost. The, the the glaring thing problem I've got with this is when the sun dies, it's going to expand. It's going to engulf Mercury. It's going to engulf Mars. It may engulf Earth. Guess what else it's going to engulf? What? Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> So, so it's not strictly accurate because we'll be like when the sun's dying, we'll be long dead because yeah. it would have burnt all the planets into yeah, yeah. plus solar flares. Solar we'd have, flares we'd and... have
0: moved to another planet before it burns exactly. out anyway because it will get as it expands. Obviously, everything heats up. And we'll go. Oh fuck it! We'll go to Mars then. Well, we're, we're already trying to terraform Mars.
2: Well, yeah, I, I would say we'd need to go further than Mars if the sun starts expanding. Mm. We, we would need to leave the solar system. What like Croydon? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, can't get a well pass. everyone seems to go Bromley South, so we might
0: just <laughs> Who's going <to laughs> South? Every,
2: everybody on the fast train. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we, we then meet the crew. Yep. Um oh. completely forgot Chris Evans was in this film. I didn't. Don't know but, why, I've seen it like five times.
0: With the douchebaggiest haircut in yeah. the known universe. But even there
1: <laughs> even when he cuts it, he still looks like a dipshit. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Thanks, Marvel, twice. Because even in like when he was in Fantastic Four, he's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Somehow, whatever well, they did to time. him, whatever they did to him for Captain America, just made him. He he'll, he'll admit like I was a I was a dickhead. Yeah. Like Scott Pilgrim, he's a dickhead. Yeah. He just played douchebag.
1: I think
2: I think because really well. Then he
1: did all the steroids, and was Captain America.
2: I was going to say like it leaves the hope for us guys who are going to the gym and. Hoping that we can get muscles eventually, that it's apparently possible because Chris Evans did it. But
1: yeah, but I mean, you've yeah. got to take all the steroids, all the steroids, all and have them. all the
2: personal trainers yeah. that Hollywood can drive for up you. At
0: five o'clock in the morning? No. Go for a run? No. You don't do cardio? No, I don't. Well, then you won't get America's ass. He gets his cardio <laughs>
2: driving to the gym. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, walking, up, walking up the single flight of stairs yeah. to
1: the. Uh, we've got Michelle Yeoh, who's oh, awesome in this yeah. film. Uh, when she auditioned, Danny Boyle told her she could choose any role in the film, <laughs> yeah, and he would give it to her even if he had to change the sex, yeah, of amazing. The, the one it she chose,
0: Michelle Yeoh's a fucking
1: man, she, a genius. She she is a force, man. Yeah, like she's so good in um, Discovery. Yeah, like she's just awesome.
0: I just need Michelle Yeoh in space, M- which we in space. Yeah, just in life. <laughs> Anything, if, if you tell me, oh, they're rebooting Babylon 5, which I've got literally no interest in, I'd be like, all right, okay, fine. And I
1: tried go, Babylon 5. Yeah. Couldn't get it. Nah.
0: But then if they went, Michelle Yo's in it, I'd be like, right, downloading it now. I'm on it immediately. I'm having a go. Yeah. Absolutely. Cillian Murphy. Killian who, Murphy. Whatever. Don't care. Well, not,
1: not really. Not with, whatever. With, That's with, his <laughs> name. One's his name. One is not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, dad.
1: Nope, fucking elbow. That's wrong too.
0: <laughs> Looks like no Fielding in this film. Does look like Null Fielding? <laughs> that haircut. Film, yeah. so I <laughs> yeah, kept, I kept, it's the one thing that really kept drawing me out because he's even got like the weird little sideburns, and I kept like <laughs> thinking he'd just pop out when they're like, you know, oh, we need our physicist, and he's like sat on his be like. Sat-
3: all right. <laughs> I thought yeah I kind of crossed between Noel Fielding and <laughs> Yeah,
0: I've got a hamster made of motorbikes because he was right. smoking
3: constantly
0: <laughs> mate I haven't thought about Vallo in fucking 15 years no there's a reason for that no, my what daughter
3: that? went to their last gig why I Was
1: that
0: know. when was that 2006 last year that was last year wow, right. wow. fought her way to the front just to get a guitar pick they're like bezzy mates with Ban Margera yeah, remember when he was? Well, a
1: you know, they probably fell out when Bam went ahead and got all of Ville's tattoos.
0: <laughs> Did he? Yeah. Okay. Weird as fuck. Okay.
1: But we're not talking about. We're not here to talk about him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are we, Wait. Are well, we... <laughs> welcome to Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Welcome the, uh... to the After
1: Horror Podcast. This week we listen to him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened to Bam Margera? Did he uh, like get super became,
1: depressed? Became a fat
2: alcoholic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's sad.
1: It is sad actually because I think it was like the death of Ryan Dunn mm. that kind of fucked him up.
2: No, he was going down. Yeah, you're probably, probably right. Long before Ryan, you're Dunn. probably right. Yeah, it was Ryan Dunn that was keeping him on track, and I think. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note. Yeah.
0: The. Uh, th- that f- that opening scene. Um, firstly, I mean, let's get this out of the way. Loads of homages to 2001. I'm sure oh, you could say that. Shit, I'm yeah. sure you could say that in any space film, but this in particular, the way the ship's designed, yeah. looks very similar. Um, the the controls, especially in that starting scene, yeah. with like the it looks really seventies with the dial and stuff. Um, and he's pushing it to the limit of like, oh, I want I want the filter to be three point one. The use of um, synesthesia in this film in general is fucking incredible. But the way that this, uh, do we know what synesthesia. yes cool cool uh for those of you at home who might you know don't um just one one sense replaces another so the sound design whenever there's bright light is phenomenal because you really just get that sense of this kind of all-encompassing thing it's just it's, it's it's like beyond feeling it's beyond emotion it's just this this force and uh yeah i love it i love it it's just fucking brilliant Sound design in general is fucking brilliant. But oh, yeah. use
3: of sound in the whole film is insanely good. Even, yeah. even like you know, the burning noise of the sun. Yeah, it's terrifying. That, that right at the start, that that um the scene with just mercury just drifting across the face of the sun. So well,
2: like, when they will sit down and oh my god, yeah, you
3: know, in, uh, it's an everyday thing, but seen from that seen from that perspective, terrifying. Yeah, you just see the size of it behind it, you, you just feel utterly insignificant, yeah. don't
0: you? And the idea that they're um. then um i've forgotten the guy's name i'm so sorry it's fucking bingo for for anyone listening um the guy who has that rant about darkness is like darkness is the absence of light and then we constantly see irises uh, because the way that the way that your iris work is literally you're it's a hole in your eye where light goes in and we're constantly seeing the sun with like this black spot in the in the middle um be it mercury be it literally the icarus itself it's just like mimicking the eye and the whole there's this this whole like they really hammers it home it, it it somehow doesn't labor the point like there's loads of it in there Eye, son eye, son eye, son eye, son throughout the whole film but at no point that i'm like yeah all right we get it every time i see it i'm like ah there it is again fuck and yeah it's like it's like that quote of like if you stare long enough at the void the void st- the void stares back at you from uh, I think it's H.P. Lovecraft, which again with you know Eldritch horror <laughs> gets my dick <laughs> Tentacly. <laughs> so,
3: yeah. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, they slingshot Mercury and then almost immediately discover a distress beacon of the yep. Icarus One, uh, and then have a well, it's. it's, it's uh, <laughs> Really, a consensus as such, is it? But you're kind of uh, reasoning that two bombs are better than one, yeah,
2: and decide to alter the
3: course and rendezvous with the Icarus. I, I
2: still would have stuck with Chris Evans' uh, the character and said, No, yeah, like we've got it planned out. Any, Any deviation, you're messing with all the maths and everything that hundreds of guys on planet Earth have sat down and worked really hard to make sure is accurate. No, yeah, no, no, I agree no. actually. And as it turns
1: out, probably better
2: if they didn't. I, I know it would make for a shit film because they would just <laughs> go to the <laughs> sun. <laughs> wouldn't make for a film <laughs> yeah. at all. Exactly. <laughs> the payload.
0: Got the ending music from um, uh, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> Skip to the end. Done.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I I wouldn't have signed off on that. I, nah, no chance.
1: But he's uh, he's he's so focused on the mission at hand, like because he knows well they all know, but he's reminds everybody that basically if they don't get this mission done, if they don't succeed, then everybody on Earth is going to die.
2: Yeah, it's not just the the ship, the uh, the crew that dies. It's it's the human race. So really,
1: going after that ship was the dumbest decision ever. Because why are they going to go and rescue a ship that's been missing for seven years where they don't even know if the fucking crew are still alive? Regardless
0: they of crew, maybe the payload's fucking broken. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So
1: it doesn't even matter at that point. They're like, well, it failed. It's been missing for seven years. Let's presume they're dead and get on with the mission. Yep. And save
2: Earth. I. I but I think that, to a certain extent, it's deliberate because you're just sitting there going, no, 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 don't do it. And then they make the decision. You're like, oh, yes, he did it. And then they trust that fucking
1: divvy to uh, make all the calculations and he forgets one. <laughs> oh, Trey. Yeah.
3: He forgets to realign the shields. Yeah. What a bell end. We've all been there, though, lads, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, th- that one time I forgot to align the, the shields, it all went wrong as well. Yeah. But I did not then commit suicide. As you may be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: On the plus side, he did trigger one of the coolest spacewalks ever. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and with yeah, a, a space suit that apparently is, 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 was inspired by Kenny from South Park.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which works out okay, because they all die. Oh, spoiler, spoilers. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh,
0: yeah, the lighting changes as well at that point, because b- before, um, before everything's kind of blue. Everything's, like, ethereal and nice. And I checked out, because um, my colour theory is a little little lacking, but blue represents calmness, faith, and trust, um, um, which is, like, you know, obviously that's that's how the cast is supposed to be um, portrayed. Um, he got them to, like, live together for a bit, Danny. Yeah, Danny that's right. Yeah, to, like, I heard live that. Live together yeah. for a couple of weeks. So,
1: so they actually came across like they, they really knew each other yeah. really well and, like, Uh, you know close we're close
0: yeah Yeah. so it's all this blue lighting is like you know everything's fine everything's great this is a safe environment obviously green is a very like lovely color as well um so you've got all that kind of all that going on in the in the oxygen garden. and then the minute we have this accident everything goes really clinical and white (laughs) um and it's just a really stark contrast to kind of go ah no shit's up now like the facade has dropped these people are in real fucking danger um, I really appreciated those, those that. Those
1: suits are super claustrophobic. Did anyone else feel that? Like, yeah. You know when you're inside and you breathe in and you're just looking at that little slit? Yeah. yeah.
0: I Oof. I love the way that the when you saw what the hands were doing, yeah. it felt like those hands were like a million miles yeah.
1: away. That, it makes you feel very detached. Yeah. Like, actually, I suppose in a way that would make you feel a little bit safer if you were outside and you felt like a little bit detached. Like uh, they say when cameramen in war zones... Uh, they're looking through the viewfinder it's why they get so close to the action a lot of the time because they feel like um, they're detached from it it's like they're they're looking at it through a screen and it's not really there oh right so like those suits I feel like would have that effect to a certain degree but at the same time I often wonder like what are you going to do if your nose itches
2: I don't. That, well, that's one of my... I think I, I said about the whole Iron Man suit. So what happens if you get an itch? Well, it would drive me nuts. Probably Jarvis is in there with a little finger. Maybe. <laughs> but do you, do you notice how they put the sweatbands on? Yes. And that was a small detail I appreciated. I because, like that.
1: Yeah, it held the earpieces in place too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And obviously Liquid behaves a lot lot different to uh, it does, how it does on Earth under yeah. gravity. So yeah, just that. I was like, that's a nice touch.
0: Spe- speaking of gravity, there's, there's a little moment um, where um, Killian is in the suit and then gravity st- uh, the anti-gravity stuff stops and he's suddenly he's on the floor and he can barely move and I was like that's a really like clever, salient point because like the American space suit space suits are like 300 pounds yeah they're
1: 300 pounds um, yeah I'll buy Jesus. one
0: Jesus yeah
1: you just walk around here and save your gym trip yeah.
0: basically I- I'll buy one basically if I got on you <laughs> and said let's play horsey that's what it'd be like holy fuck <laughs> yeah you know, I'm a little lighter than that. To be that, fair,
1: but... I, I do I do get that quite regularly. <laughs> weirdly,
0: I've asked you not to talk about. That. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
3: uh, they yep. Yeah, Kappa and Canada do the spacewalk to repair the uh, shields that have been broken or damaged. <laughs> uh, while Cassie rotates the ship to keep them in the shade, and the comms towers get destroyed. Um, but then you have all all sorts of crap break out with the. Uh, Reflections destroy the Oxygen Garden and the Oxygen Reserves as well. Uh, Icarus 2's Autopilot kicks back in and returns the shield to its original position. Uh, and then we have the race oh, to get back in. God. Kappa That's makes it. That's such a stressful... Kameda doesn't.
1: Canada's a gutsy fucker, isn't he? Yeah.
2: But, uh, I, I think... Hold on, just step back a bit. Because like, we've missed a whole thing where... Um, I can't remember what fucking his name is, but he sits there with, like, you could see him um, taking taking down the filter, like, and like trying to get the intensity of the sun. But throughout the film, he gets physical burns on his face.
1: Is that where he's sitting in the like the viewing room, the observation thing? He's got the sunglasses on. Yeah, you think what is with the sunglasses?
2: Yeah, but like later on in the film, like you can see burns on his face because he's been sitting there like. Well, he's
1: already starting to. Kind of be seduced, isn't he? Yeah, by the the sun because, yeah. um, like the sun. I'm not going to pretend I was clever enough to notice this. I've read it online, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the sun is like basically a metaphor for God in the film. Yeah, yeah. and um, like he's already sort oh. of going the way that the 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 first captain's going. Yeah, or gone.
2: I, I think th- I think it helps th- to explain th- what th- happened to the the first captain. Yeah, like uh, and how he got seduced by the whole. Thing. Well
0: I mean we're saying we're saying we're saying god but it could have it could have very easily been the devil
1: it could have been yeah. but the like the film is science versus faith isn't it yeah so it runs
0: all but I mean if we're if we're talking about imagery um lucifer appears as a, as a uh, I think in the bible he's described as a brilliant white light um yeah he like he's a, he's a okay now he's mm. a beautiful like shining angel um and it's it's what um Pinbucket, is that his name? I've got his fucking uh, name. Yeah, Pinbacker. Pinbacker. I nearly got it right. <laughs> Pinbucket. Pinbucket. That's a better uh, name. <laughs> right, we're rewriting the film. Um, you know, he the first thing he says is, are you an angel when he sees uh, Kappa? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. It does.
1: Yeah. It's those brilliant blue eyes. I might have mistaken him for an angel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we also forgot about the fight.
1: Oh, the worst fight oh, in the history yeah. of the world and then
0: the bravest apology yeah <laughs> well it's kind of proper realistic
1: because they're not even swinging punches you know like when you get into a fight like basically you just end up grappling because like you know people don't want to get punched so you... yeah yeah so it's like kind of a realistic fight they're like brothers almost it's like a brotherly fight
0: but it's it's interesting what he says about um he says oh i lost track and it's like, when you go out here for too long, uh, the, day, the days turn into weeks or sort of something similar like that. But then he obviously he turns to the camera because he knows the captain's watching. He's like, I promise I won't won't lose track anymore. And they tend to get a haircut. And it's, kind of, it's kind of interesting because at, at that point, it's kind of like he sort of let himself go a little bit. He's, he's grown his hair out. He's got this like beard. He's acting like kind of primal and fighting where he, where he knows he shouldn't be. And then when he's got the hair, when he's had his hair cut and the beard trim and all the rest of it, he like becomes very clinical and detached and it's almost like he's left his humanity in the earth room the Apollo deck um wherever wherever that is because he's like replaying this moment over and over again of these waves he's like oh this is the thing that calms me down and it's like it is almost like i have a theory that you know if, if we if we run that the, you know the moon is an eldritch horror uh that he's kind of the tool of of this thing as well as um pinbacker yeah, he 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 Mace is the is the tool of 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 the sun, I guess, yeah. because of the decisions he makes and his detachment. He's yeah to everything else. But he's yeah.
1: he's like really he's the sense out of the whole crew. He's the one that's sort of trying to ground everybody. I think.
3: Yeah, there's a whole load of uh, allegories and religious
0: undertones yeah. that we'll get to on this. Yeah. There's oh, a there's whole so many fan theories. Stuff. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> stuff I stuff I read about. Was crazy. Also, how the fuck did the comms officer become the new captain? That's not some sort of hierarchy at all. <laughs> that's like that's like if your company's down the shitter and you're like shredding documents and setting small fires, and then just as the CEO's leaving the the, the office, he's like grabs Gene on reception and goes, "You own it now. See that, Gene?" Like throws he, himself out the window. He was
1: like the next highest-ranking officer.
0: How the fuck is a comms officer the next high-ranking officer? You fucking sort the emails. Well, I assume
1: that was just his specialty, wasn't it? Like, it's just his assigned job. Other than that, again, like...
0: if you're second in command, do something a bit more fucking serious than checking the emails. Like what? Like you, helping you got to cap- run the ship. He could be chief engineer. Well, he
1: was helping to run the ship. He became captain.
0: <laughs> yeah, after very moving death of Canada, mm. also fucking badass when he's like uh, but the, again it, reinforces this reinforces the theory of like like everyone falls to the sun eventually um, and he talks about like we're just stardust so he's kind of returning back to the star. and once he came and that's ah oh, that's fucking actually
1: beautiful. that um that's another reinforcement about your point about uh i can't remember his name the guy with the shades who keeps looking at the sun yeah so he's it, like tell when, me what it when canada's dying Instead of being concerned about him, he's asking him what it looks like. Yeah, what can you yeah, see? what can you yeah. see?
2: Yeah, tell yeah. me what you can see, and he's getting stressed because he's not getting the yeah. uh, the response. So he's still got that obsession. Yeah, with, with the sun. Oh, he's yeah, he's up, his head's in completely gone as far as that's concerned.
0: I left this movie fucking terrified of the sun. <laughs> I was like, done. it was really sunny outside. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but i i love the fact that going back to um obviously you know they 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 go out and the the, the ship decides to put it back but the just the rawness uh, and back to like the whole synesthesia thing and the the noise it makes as the the sun's coming back across the the heat shield oh, yeah it's just loud it's aggressive it's yeah. completely overwhelming it which even... is exactly what it's supposed to be yeah, yeah.
0: that's the perfect description
2: it thing. even
1: scares the crew because she's like what the Fuck is that? Yeah. It's like a monster. Yeah, because Mace says oh, it's just the um, the heat shield heating up or whatever. But it sounds yeah, it sounds like boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Even she's like fucking hell <laughs> proper good.
2: And then, but again, like they go out and then you, um, they they put those light pods up as well. And I, I like the fact that it's just very claustrophobic. Yeah, and mm. you're there on that that particular moment, knowing that just over the the ridge is death. Yeah.
1: It's so it's so tense that that whole scene is yeah. so tense. I agree. Like even when they get that first one fixed relatively quickly, you're still like, "Oh shit, that was too easy, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's two more. That was too easy. It's not
2: just that; it's the closest one to the the ridge. Yeah. It? yeah. <laughs> As it pans out, you can see that actually there's ones that are closer to where the sun is, and you're like, mm, "Don't Boyle, know if I'd want to go there." Yeah.
0: Boyle's really good at producing like a sense of scale. Like yeah. I've seen Twenty Eight Days Later, obviously the way he does it there as well with like the empty streets and stuff yeah, it's just going to go, fuck, like it's everywhere and yeah. the way that he's we really zoomed in on the pair of them and then we zoom out to see how fucking big this ship is compared to these two little, weirdly enough, two little pale dots um, going across, it's, yeah
1: how did, how did you watch this, everyone? Nude <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, me too but like uh, Eating soup What, in- <laughs> what format? Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Yeah, I've got it on Blu-ray. What did it look like? Awesome. Was it good? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I watched it on DVD, I've only got it on DVD, and it looked rough as balls.
2: No, 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 they've, they've smartened it all yeah. up, and it, was, it, it, it looks was, good on Blu-ray. It was
1: almost like watching a VHS, it was so bad. No. Because that's made me think about it, because 28 Days Later it looks terrible. Oh, does it really? Yeah, even on Blu-ray it looks terrible. Like the film stock, I don't know, it's just bad. It looks like grainy, and I don't yeah. know if it's intentional, it might, it might be intentional.
0: I thought I the first because obviously it's the first time I viewed it, I thought the ending like my fucking download had fucked up. <laughs> you know with the fight and obviously they're they're doing all the all the freeze frames yeah, oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. supposed to be confusing. And yeah. I had to like I, I st I paused it and then YouTubed the end scene and was like, Oh no, it's exactly the same. Okay, it's supposed to look like that. Um which then I was like, Oh that's actually genius. It's fucking brilliant. Ah,
2: yeah.
0: uh, But Canada's death. Oh well, we're not God. there yet. I've
1: got something to say about that
3: when yeah. we get there. Uh, Yeah, we haven't. I mean, uh, Icarus two, then docks with Icarus one. Uh, Sexy. Much, much, much
1: less sexy than um, Event Horizon. Sorry.
3: (laughs) It's kind of of Event Horizon going in the opposite direction, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't
2: clamp down on anything though. (laughs) uh, No, it it doesn't. Yeah, it it doesn't extend its arm out and decide to structurally like break something.
0: So, hang on, hang on. Yes, they're But before that, if we just dial it back, Canada's fucking death scene. The music is beautiful.
1: Yeah, that, the, the score of the
2: whole Oh film. my God. John That's, Murphy, um, Adagio, or Sunshine, I think it's Adagio in D or something. I, I listen to that quite regularly. It is the most beautiful piece of music I've, I think I've ever heard.
0: I don't think I can listen to Canada's death theme. Why not? Why? It's gonna make me cry. Like, I will you, legit... you cry an
2: awful lot for a grown man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've, I've literally never cried at a film in my life. All right, well, you're the you?
2: inside. That's not my problem. Maybe, <laughs> but I can't think of it off the top of my head if I have. I feel like every you other told week. told me that the...
1: like, oh, I cried at this
3: film. I cried.
1: Yeah, it's
0: like, oh, tears coming down my face. <laughs> Canada's
2: death scene. It's
0: not.
3: <laughs> I'm now scared of. The, I'm scared of the sun, and I cried.
2: And it's not Canada. It's Canada, isn't it? Yeah, like a, like a Keira. Canada! Akira? Canada! Canada.
0: Well, look, it's not my fault that nah, the three of you want to perpetuate toxic masculinity. So I don't think it's toxic masculinity. I think it's just not being a pussy it's whatever it's you just like. Just I don't know.
2: masculinity.
0: <laughs> I'm really hurt by what you've just said. <laughs> I'm going to need five minutes to have a cry.
2: <laughs> but you're right, the, the death scene's pretty full on. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it is harsh. <laughs> uh, and the music, like, again, it's my favourite piece of movie score ever, ever, ever. And when it just kicks in and... Yeah. Oh, so good. It's stunning. I'm going to have to buy it, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: The only trouble is, though, when you buy soundtracks and listen to them in the car, because it, like, it's, it's so quiet and so loud, impossible.
2: Yeah, no. I I'd normally listen to it on the train and just ignore the, the world as, um, picturing canada's death yeah (laughs) (laughs) and and crying (laughs) it really is
0: the only thing that gives me an erection (laughs) um i can't do that i can't listen to like epic music in the car because it just makes me angry that uh, there are other people on the road it's like after we saw godzilla i i I just put the theme on from king of the monsters um because that version of it was particularly good and I'm just driving through Rochester. Bwah, 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 bwah. And I'm like, "Get out the fucking way, Fiat 500." Bwah, 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 bwah. Oh, bwah, it's 20 miles a fucking hour. Like, it's just not as epic as like, you know, giving it the beans down the motorway or something. <laughs> so I can't do it. <laughs> what, is, what is this little fight going on? Headphone tug of war. Yeah. The lads are pulling on each other and. Uh, is this going to end up in a um, Lady in the Tramp style kiss? Might do. <laughs> yes. Might do indeed. Gonna get my phone out for that I'm one. Counting on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we just go straight in, open mouthed. We don't even bother with that fucking spaghetti shit. do it like men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where it's all gone. <laughs> o-
1: open mouthed and erect.
0: What's erect in that point? Well your dick dick. Oh all right. Okay. <laughs> your dick dick. <laughs> your dick dick. What uh, there was a there was a comma in there. <laughs> <laughs> your dick dick? A small type of deer <laughs> found mostly in the African pennines. Okay. African sure. pennines. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Pen- I didn't mean pennines. Plains? Yes. yes. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh fucking oh. hell. <laughs> Where are we at? Because they've, just... they've, they've docked. They docked with the Icarus one.
1: Yeah.
3: So Capersell, Mason, Harvey board, uh, and find the mainframe sabotaged, um, and the bomb delivery is impossible.
2: You're missing so, like yeah. there's this that, there's that whole bit when they go aboard and there's the flashes of the um, the crew oh, or the, the mate, pictures. The dead yeah. skin. it's weird, isn't that it? Was a, fucking that's awesome. great, actually. You know, it's like they're all so dead, good.
1: almost like pr- in a praying position, like they're almost praying. I didn't yeah no. they're all together and they're kind of all their heads are together
2: and oh, oh what and the, when you see the yeah. actual picture when I'm the, talking about just the like they go in and all of a sudden you see this flash oh that yeah 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 of the, like their face you're like what the, did I see that nah no nah, no nah. and then it does it again you're like okay what's going on here yeah it it, it completely unnerves you or uh, knocks your senses to like yeah it definitely does
1: that's, that's actually excuse me <laughs> you could throw it up <laughs> <laughs> I just suddenly realised that we can't burp into the microphone <laughs> no. sorry sorry about that um, yeah that's Danny Ball's genius again with like uh, it's absorption like you're so like uh, oh, I can't think of the word but you're so absorbed in the film and then like because you're getting these little flashes as well it really like oh
3: fuck it, it, it completely un- unsettles you and sound again when they knock that with a box or something, they knock it down. Yeah, the, yeah, down the, the shattering sound. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what happened there? Oh, okay. <laughs> we we were just testing the whole sound thing as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, and they, and um, you've probably already you probably just said I was looking through my notes. You've been like, oh, I've, I've said that. I've deleted. Um, and they obviously they find the garden. Yeah, a yeah. forest.
2: Literally a forest. Yeah, Do you, I don't know about you, but I was like, "Yay, they they're saved! They can just transfer all the plants over." Blah blah blah. And yeah, yeah, that scene goes a bit on. Yeah, oh, well, have, I, may,
1: I may have done. I don't remember the first time I watched it though. I
3: have to say, because I went in on this totally cold, I had no concept of what this film was. Oh, the this second is the first time, saw, time for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the second I saw that garden, I I had alien organism in my head. <laughs> something, something <laughs> that had, something that had, that had. <laughs> Come with them, or you know, some human organism that mutated or something. I was half expecting it to go that way.
0: When they said about the dust as well, and it's like, oh, eighty percent of dust is is human skin. It it just just did anyone else think that's everywhere.
2: a fuckload of dust? Yeah, yeah. like that—that's a lot of dead from, person from, from seven people. Yeah. And then it like it transpires that they were all in the um, the observation room anyway, which yeah. was likely to be sealed. And so, they
1: were actually dust. Yeah.
2: <laughs> where, yeah. Like, where did that all that come from, and how did it spread throughout the ship so much? But again, it just made me feel dirty and horrible. Yeah. Everything they touched, it was just dusting off everywhere. Uh, no. <laughs> dusting off. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dusting right off to that.
0: <laughs> Is that what an old person has, a wank? No,
2: yeah.
1: They, they were <laughs> oh. all so dried up by the sun that they were just dusting all over. <laughs> the, the the
0: yeah. Jeez, dust. <laughs> dust, jeez. <laughs> that would be the noise.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. yeah, also, I'm not really, I mean, I'm not brushed up on my uh, space stuff especially, but the fact that that thing had been floating for what, was it six or seven years? Seven years, yeah. So it would just hold its position with it. Because obviously we had all this thing with Icarus to rotating just uh, slightly off and it's frazzled. And that thing sat there for seven years. It clearly must have been in perfect position to not be
2: frazzled. Yeah,
3: that's, but that's, a,
2: that's, a that's interesting because yeah, the captain tries to sabotage the mission deliberately, but no, he keeps he wants to keep himself alive, doesn't yeah. he? Because he's talking to, to God at the time, so it makes sense. that the the, the, the ship's still in one piece. He he so must
3: the, be manually doing it because he's disabled the mainframe and stuff, hasn't he?
0: But they're all they're all in the observation room. So like, he didn't murder them. They all voluntarily. No, yeah, I got I got the
1: impression they'd killed themselves. Yeah,
0: so they'd all kind of gone mad. They'd lost track, Um, and you know, Captain is the most gone. And then he's you know, join me in the observation room. Let's all look at God. And then they've all died. Um, and do, then, you, do
1: you think it was suicide and not murder? I think I feel like it was suicide. Yeah, I think because so, of the so. position they were in. Yeah, but then again, you could, they look like they were cowering. Yeah, though. you could read that that way
2: also. Yeah, I mean, you would. What?
0: If you like the fucking full frames of the sun. Well, if but you, you, you it up, be...
2: you wouldn't have the chance to do anything. But it, it looks like they're all cowering because the, the captain had forced them there, or or something.
0: Right. Well. See, so you say that. I just did. <laughs> it's recorded <laughs> but due to the colossal amount of gravity that the sun is blocking in time becomes bent you're bent <laughs> brilliant <laughs> <laughs> and we see that at the end when um when he's kind of when the the, the explosion's going on and Cillian has enough Killian? Killian Killian has enough time to stand up and kind of go over to the flame and be like I'm gonna touch it and to me that's saying like you know because gravity is so fucked at that point because they're in the centre point of this I- implosion.
2: Well, he he makes a point of it, doesn't he? So when he's talking about the physics or, or when they're discussing about um, that they can only plan the journey so far because the physics go completely out of the window because time and yeah. space and Yeah, as we gravity. found out when that one guy forgot. Yeah, exactly. And he um, fucked it all up. Yeah. Very cool. But you're right. We don't know what would happen. Speaking of that fella... Um...
1: Easiest decision in the world to kill him. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah, no... we, we need oxygen. Yeah, um, yeah. See, ya. he fucked it up. He's super depressed and wants to die anyway. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have no trouble with that decision. <laughs> the same well, as uh, I was like yeah, Chris Evans and all of them apart from that. Oh, she drove me nuts. She did. She basically committed genocide by stopping that. Yes. If if. if it had actually stopped it
2: well he was gonna do it anyway he was
1: gonna do it anyway yeah. yeah but like if she'd actually succeeded in stopping that and they hadn't killed him she'd condemn the earth to be destroyed you self fresh yeah self yeah. so they're all gonna die everyone's <laughs> gonna die because she can't make a decision oh to cut her then yeah there's well, a, you, um... now you've just gonna have to kill you as
0: well yeah exactly there's <laughs> a deleted there's a deleted scene where he um like he's standing over her body and and um He's like she fought and fought and fought, but in the end, um, everyone accepts death or something It's interesting that. actually
2: because there, there's there's no sort of account of what happens to her. That's because true. Actually, he yeah. opens the the airlock. You see the the Chinese um, woman blown out, but yeah. you don't actually know what happens to her. That's true. Yeah, you don't. So
1: actually, I, do. I quite like that in a way. Like they don't actually focus on individual deaths. It's just kind of like. Well, that person's dead. Yeah. What? Yeah. Was well, it a skeleton with the story. It makes it
0: It makes it seem like it's part of the natural order of things. Yeah.
1: By the way, Mark Strong, how fucking good in this film? Well, he's good in everything, but how fucking good? Yeah. Who's Mark Strong? Which um, one was he? Freddy Krueger, Burnt Man. I couldn't tell because he was so blurred and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark Strong, that is. Did, like... Yes. No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like... Didn't absorb like Superman powers from the sun, did he? Because he was like super strong. He, he lifted
2: up the dude yeah, one arm. It was obviously
1: messed up. Like, mean, and in, he lived through it and didn't seem to be in any kind of pain.
0: In fairness, Kappa's just a bit of a nerdy little physicist.
1: Yeah, he is, and he doesn't smile at all yeah. throughout that whole. Film. And
0: this, and this guy, you know, they talk about. Um, well, there's a there's accounts in in, in by people who have been in like war zones where they say that like jihadists or, or any sort of enemy of the state so to speak will just fuck a load of pcp and then run yeah. into the firing line and they'll take bullets and they, they talk about how you know they, they'll take shots of adrenaline and, and steroids and like cocktails of drugs that yeah. make them kind of super the strong kamikaze
1: pilots used to do that yeah too. but like he's been on that ship presumably by himself for yeah. seven years right so, so he's got
0: all the food and oxygen and everything he needs to stay yeah strong. but that's that's
1: what i'm saying he's not like it's not like he's taken some kind of drug and he's a running maniac he's been there for seven years just like hanging out
0: well, going mental yeah but that doesn't probably doing push I, I was gonna him say i didn't see like three. a gym
2: or anything i didn't see him benching it's all calisthenics bo- it's, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all body weight stuff he does <laughs> He's got some kettlebells, though. You say that, though. Like, they um, in the scene, they they rip hit the skin off his arm.
1: Oh, that's good. De-gloved.
2: That's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, it's what happens to bodies in water.
1: Like, um, if a body's in water for a long period of time, and then you, like, you know, try and get it out of the water, um, it's called skin slippage, where the skin's actually come away from, like, the main part of the body. And it, like... It flexes up like and comes off. It's called degloving. When the skin comes off, it's called degloving. Ugh. Yeah, it's pretty rank. Damn. And you, could, if you Google
2: the images, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm with Michael no, I'm right, right, mate, actually. <laughs> Yeah, the only de-gloving I want is once I've dropped my load in and I'm taking the condom off. <laughs> it's quite gruesome. Right, so, listeners, if you if you're up
1: for that kind of thing,
2: really don't like me. Right, maybe
1: <laughs> maybe Google skin slippage. No, I was I was
0: I listened to a podcast about six months ago that said that told me about someone who committed suicide live on television, and they were like, the footage is available. Don't watch it. And I was like, no, I won't watch it. I won't watch it. Then they went on and, so and, the and on about it. the old boy with the
1: pistol. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I went, oh, I'm going to watch it. And I watched it. It was fucking horrendous. And then I felt like shit for like two weeks. Yeah. Like, I, I, why have I watched that? So don't Google degluffing.
1: But I don't <laughs> think we're all as sensitive as you. I a was going to say, you're a bit weeks. of a depressed. bit of a aren't you? So.
4: <two. laughs>
0: I was thinking
1: about it <laughs> I've seen some fucking horrific things like probably daily because I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts so I always need to know what they're talking about when they're talking about like <laughs> body pictures and stuff so I'm, like my Google history is terrible <laughs> well, it's You're like, going people, to hell it, it's like it really who, is bad Like
0: it's like people who write end up on some sort of list because it's like if you write crime or yeah, how, yeah, like, yeah. how to dissolve a body yeah. it's like well I want it to be accurate <laughs> yeah
1: like yeah, my Google is horrible.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if Duffy's ever murdered, I'm in real trouble, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Where are we? Uh are we at the explosion that decouples the ships? Uh possibly? smashes up the airlock and strands four of them on Icarus. One? Oh shit, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's where um We've got to remember this guy's name at some point. Um, Shades. Searle. <laughs> I've
2: closed my laptop.
1: Searle. Searle, yeah. He sort of comes back to his senses a bit
2: from here.
1: No. Well, he does because he kind of saves everyone else.
2: No, he knows full no, well. He wants it for himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He wants to be able to go and sit in the observation room and open up the. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay.
1: But he still saves everyone else. It's like,
0: if yeah. he, it's like if you had a heroin addict and then you're on it, like. You are like this part of the ship is full of heroin, and this part of the ship isn't. He'd be like, "Yeah, you you go on ahead. Oh, it's dangerous here. I'll, I'll make sure yeah. you're all safe." And then he's locking the door and going, "Woohoo!" And yeah, you know, it's,
3: it's, it's actually Harvey that's the that's the yeah uh, the ruthless It's so fucked one up. Fear. Wait, who's Harvey? Harvey's the guy that tries to take the suit himself. The oh, or
2: second order. in yeah. Um, he's yeah. such a dickhead, that guy. But we all know one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all know someone That would try and take
0: the space seat yeah. that I wouldn't take the space
2: seat I, I know you wouldn't would,
1: I wouldn't fit, wouldn't fit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One size fits No one but Mike No one at all <laughs> But that bit where Oh mate Where they make the decision To like go out anyway Like
2: go across Or we'll wrap up oh, and- oh, Terrifying that is it is, and but it's more like when when they go and you see the guy hit, um, like hit the outside of the airlock and then start <laughs> bouncing off. You're like, oh no, you're fucked. it. was coming though.
1: His death scene is something else, it, isn't it? That is awesome. Yeah, I really think that's probably one of the best death scenes I've ever seen.
2: F- so yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it, he's, he floats out. Um, sort of realises that he's not going to make it to the airlock opens his eyes and then you can start to see everything freezing across then he clips a bit of the ship doesn't he and his arm just shatters and all all into redness but it's more like you see it um, you've sort of zoomed out on the whole ship and you see this little dot and then he just pops (laughs) as he goes across (laughs) the the heat shield (laughs) Yeah.
1: but Chris Evans fucks his hands up Mace. sorry, fucks all his hands up terrifying
0: it's like because because until that point he's had like this like i said like this this weird detachment like as soon as he cuts all his hair and whatever um maybe you just need to grow a beard paul and you'll cry who you i don't i don't need to grow a beard you could though
1: i, I could yes maybe that's
0: where your emotions live
1: um yeah
0: Come on, big guy, but hey, i feel
1: look. like it's three against one on this weird emotion thing that you have <laughs>
0: Like Chris just hasn't said. Anything. Like I'm pretty sure
1: neither one of these cried while watching this film. I don't Definitely. Not. Am I wrong no. about that? No, no, no you're no. not wrong. Yeah, no. How many of you listeners cried while watching this film? Just out of interest. Yeah, let us know. Like get get back to us on this. Like how many of you cried? Like, I'd like, love to
2: like know if Mike did. All the female <laughs> listeners even managed to keep it together. I'm um, I'm guessing
0: yes. Yeah, exactly. Secret Facebook group, Mike's weepy ham club. <laughs> <laughs> You can come and it's a safe space. You just come into the group and we should all talk about how our feelings were really affected by what we saw. Stand well out of this group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only make
1: you all cry. I
0: saw, I saw something fucking horrendous the other day.
1: Was it a dog with a fucking hat on or something? <laughs> yeah. Did you cry? And it was
0: a grey one. Uh, no, uh, this guy was like cutting down a tree.
1: Did the tree cry? Did it make you cry because he killed the tree? He, he cried because the branch fell. Yeah. It looked like the tree was in pain and I cried for two weeks. Absolutely fuck off all of you. <laughs> uh,
0: so he's like cutting this tree down and um, it accidentally, like, it, it, somehow it fucks it and it swings and it hits him in the face. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, yeah, then you get like a close-up of his face afterwards and he's just like got no jaw. Like He's just like a concave face. Seriously, what do you mental. guys
1: fucking watch online? Oh, I watch porn. I, I watch horrible things, man.
0: You're oh, sick. Things. Yeah. I was shown it by someone. Right. I wasn't like oh.
1: I was also shown it by someone. Weirdly, a tree surgeon. Okay. Hi Hi <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> it's anyway. not a plug. We don't <laughs> <see>. <laughs> it's, uh, that's a lumberjack tree so tree uh services. I'll give you his number at the end
3: of the uh podcast. Thank oh you. So, uh, uh, Cyril follows it up by finally exposing himself to the sun's full force in the Four. observation. And this is that there's a religious element to this as well because yeah. he clearly worships the sun. this. Is his like his this is him reaching the zenith, Mecca. Of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 definitely, definitely
1: a semi in his pants. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, he probably shot his load, yeah, like, quite, <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah. went full ball. He's gonna have to
1: have a full on, isn't he? Yeah,
2: like the sun. He he was fully it, like that was all he was focused on was as soon as they fucked off, it's literally like your girlfriend goes out and you're straight onto the computer watching the most <laughs> dirty porn you can find. Or it's, it's the same thing for him.
1: Really, I seek out dead bodies. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> the dirtiest porn that you can find. Um, what necrophilia? That's <laughs> where it's at. <that? laughs> oh, Nothing like cracking open a car. One.
3: We actually missed, I missed a bit out. Actually, there's the the really Whoa, messed you up what? the messed up video message. Um, mm. that I see on Eucharist 2. Oh, Icarus oh, 1. By... By um, Pinbacker. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It mentions More, how it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, you could already tell at that point something's gone very wrong very, in his very head. wrong.
1: It did kind of remem- remind me of Event Horizon a little bit. As you know we were saying about this being a nice uh, ah, segway, companion or, piece yeah. to uh, yeah. Event Horizon.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'd, I'd double feature the fuck out of that. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> right well, we, we kind of did yeah we did yeah. <laughs> no no we did what, what I'm saying is we should we should if chocolate hams you, you, you've got a lot of emotional and other labour to put up with this week but if you if you want like a I don't know how we do it but get some sort of matinee show double viewing where then we could do like a live podcast or something yeah, if I that's think... something you want if like 10 of you say then we could sell a small enough haul to be able to do that oh wait what you talking I don't think we've got 10 local people. I was going to say, most I of think, our listeners are... I think it will just
2: be, dinner. yeah, like, our other halves. <laughs> My missus wouldn't watch either of those. Oh.
0: <laughs> and she's certainly not going to stay around to listen to you talk. Exactly. So, so
1: maybe just our other halves then. <laughs> just Duffy.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Let's see if Dave wants to come along.
3: <laughs> uh, then you have, the, we've already discussed this, but anyway, the decision to kill Trey... Um, after the Corazon calculates how much oxygen there's left on board, followed by them thinking they've got it down to four, and Icarus telling them there are still five. Yeah, yeah. I like that
1: bit. Yeah, so mm. did I. Yeah. You can see he's like, uh, it's Hal, basically, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, hold up a minute! We completely forgot about the fucking incredible shot of Michelle Yeoh in the in the Oxygen Garden when it goes up in flames. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, oh, that's my god! Super good fuck me it's just just the shots this film is so fucking beautiful yep it's so beautiful and and i i said it in the in the chat before before we all got together but like Kubrick does beautiful film we we all know this apart from dan um (laughs) but it's like high art right whereas this is this is the kind of the beautiful like if you went in like a forest that was really affluent and there was no other fucker for miles and you'd be like wow like this is like truly like majestic That's what this film is to me. Like every fucking frame is a painting. Everything about it is just like seems to be naturally beautiful, and 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 like it's it's beautifully bleak. And ah, just love it. Love it. Love it. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But don't watch it. It's awful.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um. It's never made fully clear just how Pinbacker gets across from the Icarus. Yeah. One, two, the Eucharist,
2: two. Well, it's it's made obvious that he's the one that blows the, the so airlock.
3: Because he already made it across and blown it. Yeah. So exactly. I don't
1: think you should look too much into this anyway, because otherwise you've got to wonder how he's, like... Eaten for these seven do years. Can you imagine him in the kitchen cooking his food up? Like he's all burnt up, and he's just in there frying an egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the nude. I've got a, yeah, I've got. I've just got to take a break from my manic sun worshiping to cook my breakfast.
0: Do we
2: even know? Gets a bit of hot oil on his arms. Like, yeah. Ow, oh shit! Oh, fuck, that's hot. <laughs> Motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Do we even? Do we think that he's real? Like, obviously he was real. He he was the captain. Wow. There is a theory around. Obviously, this, everyone's like, going mental at this point. Is it a self sabotage? What you, know? you mean? So um, pinbacker went mental, killed himself, fucking maybe jetting, him, jetting himself off into fucking space. Right. So the pinbacker we see at the end because the camera's being unreliable. So the, you, every time we see him, it's blurred or or there's like a freeze frame or or it's just it's all fucking it's all fucky to but use. There are a lot he's, of
3: theories about pinbacker being Kappa.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say is yeah. that
3: you you mean like he's
1: is hallucinating it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Like a fight club situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because actually, he's the only one that doesn't, like, basically succumb to death by him. Yeah. He essentially yeah. kills himself. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't see what happens to, um, oh, I can't remember her name, the young girl who doesn't want the guy I killed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we pulled his, that up earlier, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's but, his girlfriend, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're together.
0: And, and actually, if you included that extra scene, Pinbacker does fuck all to uh, to Kappa in that scene. He's literally like, he's like sat almost in like a childish position on the edge of the, like some sort of manifold or mm. something. And he's just like, she her body's down there underneath Killian um, Murphy's character, uh, Kappa, sorry. Um, and he's like, yeah, she, you know, she fought and she fought, but all succumbed to death. And it's yeah. like, well... Actually, the more I think about it, yeah, maybe maybe it was like, you know, he hears this horrendous story. He's already been pulled by the horror of of the sun, and, and it's made him go fucking mental. And he's imagining that Pinbacker's this godlike or devil like creature.
2: Yeah, would definitely work. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of deaths, Chris Evans' death's pretty fucking full on mm-hmm. with that cold. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I-
0: Apparently that water was actually fucking freezing. It so, looked like, fucking freezing. Him, well, you see his breath. Yeah. yeah. But the actual the the, the 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 way he's talking, like, is real. Like they just fucking yeah. dunked him in some really cold water <laughs> act. <laughs> <Bastards. laughs> he <went>, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: He's so. really the protagonist of this film, isn't he? Like he is the hero. Yeah. Like yeah. everything he does is in service to the mission and the survival of Earth.
2: Yeah, he's willing to sacrifice and himself. He's literally
1: yeah. the only one.
0: Here's here's the thing. This Where's is why the thing? I, this is why I think here. <laughs> <There> it is. <laughs> on the table. Um, don't ask about that scar. <laughs> I've got it caught in the zipper. Um, yeah, th- this is why I, I say that. Like you know, this, I like this. I'm not saying this is what I truly believe because I, I still I've still got to try and process how I truly feel about this film. I know I love it, but what my theory is. But this idea that the, mo- the moon, the, um, the sun is like this eldritch horror. And it's got its claws, so to speak, in Mace because he he gets that detachment and he gives up his humanity. And then yeah, he he is the protagonist. And there's a lot of stuff in in like Love Lovecraftian um, fiction where you know you've got your protagonist. And you're like, oh, we well, you know he's gonna make it, and it's like, no, no, it's fucking hopeless. And his whole mission is to rebirth the sun. Fuck me if rebirth doesn't come up in almost any Lovecraft story of like an an old one or an, or or, or um, you know a new god. Being reborn so it's like yes it is helping humanity but is that the ultimate reason why the thing uh, like what why the sun gets better again for want of a better expression was it all the sun's doing or whatever it is that lives in the sun or or, you know did humans just kind of know that that's what that's what they had to do and they imagine what they do michael sherman wrote a book called magical thinking um, I don't know whether that's, that's actually what the title is, but he talks about magical thinking in that book. Um, and, he, and he says that we as humans, when we don't understand something, we we make it up. So back back in the day, when we were like, oh, fire comes from the gods, because we didn't understand that if you hit flint, then that's what makes fire. You know, we just saw forest fires and went, yeah, that's, that's the gods. Actually,
2: it's the triangle. So you need some sort of fuel, ignition. And <laughs> 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 I didn't know I was going to be given the flame triangle <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> today when I got up this morning. But thank you, Dan. You're you welcome. are 100% correct. Um, but yeah, like uh, when a natural disaster would happen, you know, you wouldn't think, oh, we'd, that's because of poor irrigation and because we haven't, you know, sorted out the dam. That's, oh, God's angry at us. Um, and when we we like to think we're right and we like to know everything. So we just kind of make it up. So you know that could be, that could be another sciencey psychology reason as to why,
2: or the psychology of an eight-year-old because that's pretty <laughs> much what my daughter does. If she doesn't know, she just makes it up, and I'm like, "You're lying, aren't you?" She's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes."
0: Yeah, I teach kids who do that. <laughs> exactly. Have you practiced this week? Oh well, I'm, my mum bought a boat. So I don't fucking care Have you... Have you practised? I can't breathe when I play the drums. That's a real thing a child has said to me. I'm <laughs> like, right, okay. And then we had to do the creepiest exercise in the world. I played the drums while heavily breathing, just to prove a point. I went, mean, like you can breathe and play the drums at the same time. Yeah, it was a weird day. Yeah. Still got my DBS though, so ka-ching. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then we had uh, Corazon's death which uh, after she found the uh, the plant growing, the new plant growing, Um there's, there's a quite a heavy religious element to her, uh, and to Searle and Kaneda as well. They're all very much characters of faith. Um, Searle awed by the sun, and uh, Kaneda inspired by, and Corazon worshipping all the life and stuff. And they all, all three of them die surrounded by their faith as well. So you know, Kaneda faces the sun, Searle sacrifices himself, and Corazon dies after finding this new plant growing. But I found her death the most despairing. There was just something really, the timing of it, you know, it's basically worshiping this new life, to be immediately extinguished herself. Yeah. It doesn't a, she call it her baby or something? Yeah. Like yeah. I
1: I failed to see why she was so excited about that, truthfully, because it's not like that little sprout is going to produce enough oxygen in the time they need it <laughs> no. for them to survive. Like it's futile.
2: I, th- I, I think there's obviously a deeper meaning because in all of that destruction, life still had a way um, yeah. of of surviving, even in in its smallest of. Well, life finds a way. Life finds <laughs> a way.
3: <laughs> it's all gone Jurassic
0: Park. <laughs>
3: um, and there's an atheist element as well uh, with Mace, Tray, and Harvey as well. Uh, the flip side is very much a, a sort of a like I think you said at the start, a new sort of a faith against science movie. Um with uh Kappa not really falling into either. He's the one well, that
1: really he does because he's literally the physicist, which is probably the most science of all sciences. <laughs> <laughs> but then well science. At the end, he is stood in that room kind of reaching out towards the sun. Yeah. So it's kind mm. of like the whole like religion science coming together. Yeah, literally
0: yeah. It's the, what's that painting?
1: Um Michael, is it? You mean on the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, 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 Where
0: God's touching man and giving him the spark of life, yeah, soul or whatever. Michelangelo painting. That's Painted, why I'm. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: giving him the finger. <laughs> yeah, li- <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Literally. <laughs>
0: yeah, like like Kappa's literally in like a uh, a threshold.
1: I love the way that fades out to his sister as well, like, and then to the realization that that's Australia and it's just snow everywhere. Yeah, and then the sun comes out and you're like, fuck, he died. They all died, but. They succeeded. We hope. Well, yeah, I think that was the end well, the, su-
0: the, sun, the, sun, the sun's come out, but it could be a solar flare.
2: Could be, but I, I think it's pretty clear on what they're, yeah. they're trying to portray. Yeah. Like the sun is already out; they're playing in the snow or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like after his message of um, "you know we succeeded," if the, the day Eight looks beautiful, up, or whatever, the sun yeah, yeah, comes out, and then all yeah. of a sudden, like everything gets brighter, and they succeeded. So their sacrifice
1: paid off, which is a nice ending yeah normally, I'm a fan of ambiguity, but I'm glad
4: yeah I think it <laughs> I'm needed glad we're all alive.
2: <laughs> I think it needed to to be a successful mission because yeah. it's pretty it's a pretty bleak film exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
1: there's very little joy to the entire thing, like there's no humor, there's absolutely no levity
2: whatsoever, no, you really just would have walked away like Mike crying yeah. <laughs> at the end of it,
0: absolutely. Yeah. I really thought they would have done more with the Earth room. <laughs> they like made it out to be this thing of like, oh, check this out. Like, I would have thought more people would have used it as opposed to just Chris Evans going, "Show the wave again."
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I think they could have risked overdoing it though, because there's one of those in the deleted scenes in Aliens as well. Is
2: there?
1: Yeah, Ripley's in
2: it.
0: I
1: didn't
2: know that. Yeah, I, I'm glad they didn't focus on it. Somewhere, like, yeah, it, was... it. It was there, obviously. You know, he was going just for a rough patch, and it was just there to cheer him up and offering counseling outside of um the counselor so yeah uh, it didn't need any more than than what they showed
1: like that all that all plays into like the the ship just being totally utilitarian as well because it's just there when they need it it was just a little thing like it's like a tap yeah right, exactly turn it's on the same tap get water
2: go into this room get visions. <laughs> or visions yeah exactly
1: because yeah. it's the same thing with the um oxygen oxygen garden as well that does turn up a couple of times it's never like this massive like thing they keep going back to this big set piece here it is here it is here it is we're gardening yeah. we're picking plants we're dead growing purpose. tomatoes
0: yeah exactly <laughs> shitting in the soil yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> like yeah the the whole f- the ship felt very functional sort of very uh, deliberate
2: well even right down to um when the comms tower they're, they're like oh you know we can afford to lose yeah. comms tower three and four yeah. there it goes like
1: yeah, yeah, I love that scene actually. That's really like um when they actually burn off and the computer says it and he, and he says yeah, t- comms comes three and four down, turn off alarm. And that's it. It's kind of just it's it's good. The script's really it's really good actually. Mm. Yeah, I enjoy it. Good yeah. film. It cool. is a downer yeah. though. It's a downer of a film.
2: I don't know. Because it do. ends happy. Like, yeah, it,
1: Yeah, it does, but it, it kind the... it's a kind of a bittersweet ending because although they have succeeded in their mission, like they're all dead.
0: Yeah, and there's also this That's true. Uh, there's also this fucking existential question of for how long.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, the, the...
0: until they have to do it again, or can it be done again? Sunshine like, too. It feels like the a, reburning. It feels like a, <laughs> what it, it, it it reminds me a lot of one of my um one of my favorite all time video games. I've got a fucking tattoo of it. Dark Souls because. Um, you're told, you know, you've kind of dropped into this ambiguous one, you're told you need to reignite the first flame, and you're told like nothing about it, and then once you've you could do the entire game, I've reignited the first flame, awesome, you use your body because you've got powerful magic or whatever and you reignite the first flame and that's amazing, you keep the age of fire, but then you kind of you find out, if you kind of take different paths and and talk to more NPCs and stuff, that actually, all you're doing there is staving off um, the age of man, and you're trying to keep alive the age of gods, um, and it's this idea of, like, it is a bittersweet ending because you're like, yeah, cool, like, you've reignited the sun, but for for how long? Are you staving off the the inevitable? Like, what what happens? I,
2: I think it's indicated that, you know, that they've just extended it for, you know, millions of years again, like, things are good, life's good again. Everybody's happy. You're
0: taking a lot from some kids in the snow who look up. Yeah, but I think that's
2: literally what it's
1: implying, isn't it? Yeah, like, but that's
2: the the whole film. That's why they're yeah, doing it. They've got one one a, shot to save humanity and fix everything. It's, and a make nice, it all good again.
1: it's a nice end. It's a bookend. Yes. There it is. Yep. They succeeded. The mission was a good one. Okay. Yeah,
2: no, I, I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I really don't think it implied a sequel or any kind of...
0: I'm not I know, I wasn't saying like a sequel. I'd I'd hate if there was a sequel. But, well apparently um,
2: Danny Boyle said um that doing a space film exhausted yeah, him. He would so never make another He I would know, never sci-fi. do another one again.
1: Yeah. So he's just stuck to every other genre.
2: Yes. <laughs> Including a Beatles remake of or sorry, a Beatles spin-off. It's a great film.
4: Yeah?
1: Yeah, it's good. I don't even like the Beatles.
0: I don't You try and upset me today.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I just don't like them. I don't don't see the appeal.
2: So are we going to verdict up then? Yeah. We're going to verdict up. Yeah. I'm going to say, if you don't get it watched, then you're an idiot. Because it's oh, just fucking, it's <laughs> just epic. It is. Get it watched. Get it watched.
3: Yeah, get it watched. Get I, it. I had a wobble around the, the pinbacker bit. I, I feared it was about to go stupid, but it didn't. <laughs> yeah, It was all right.
1: It's very grounded for a crazy kind of sci-fi film. <laughs>
0: Yeah, watch it immediately. Get it in your eyes, just like the sun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we liked it.
0: I bet you if there's some bloody people who didn't know, (laughs) better get out your machete and head on down to the jungle. (laughs) The Amazonian jungle.
1: (laughs) Right. We got a one-star review (laughs) from David Edwards. (laughs)
0: Never trust a man with two first names.
1: Yeah. And his uh, title for this review is What a Waste of Space!
0: (laughs) Space all in capitals.
1: (laughs) I love sci-fi and so I was disappointed by this film. The acting was very poor and the effects even worse. What? The storyline could have been better if it had not been padded out by a load of rubbish. One of the biggest mistakes to purchase in a long time. What did he watch? Mate, I don't know. But it wasn't this. (laughs) Bad acting and bad special effects.
2: Where? Yeah, like... What? Like, what was it? It was 2007 and, like, the special effects... I watched it the other day and didn't think anything of it. Totally hold up, yeah. Yeah. Conversely,
0: (laughs) Tony Hayes thought it had great special effects. Shame about the plot. This must be... This must be, uh, when someone uses the word derivative, you know they're a cunt. Yeah. This must be the most <laughs> derivative film. You, Someone will now find a clip where I've gone, it's a bit derivative. <laughs> this must be the most derivative film I've ever seen. And who would send a mission to the sun in a ship that's heatproof on only one side? An excellent cast tries, unsuccessfully, to make bricks without straw. I feel cheated of my money. I mean, that's stupid.
1: Because it's not heatproof on just one side. That shield moves. No,
2: it doesn't. Does it not?
1: No. Oh, maybe he's got a point then. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no. Th- th- why why would you uh, n- put it on any other site? You just have have it pointing towards well, the hot thing. Well, the fact that they fucked up and burnt the ship probably <laughs> suggests... Yeah, but that, probably
0: that was, that was human error. That, you that wasn't... Have, yeah, yeah, should have, you
1: should allow for human error.
0: You should have made the ship an orb. Yeah. A shielded orb that Does just that, constantly rotates and therefore there's no bit that gets too hot at any one time. There you go. Sunshine Too <laughs> Fixed No, because uh,
2: even when they sent um, a probe to Mercury, they only put the heat shield on one side. It was a um, ceramic lazy. heat shield.
0: That's what they're doing. No, because Being that's lazy. all you need.
2: Otherwise, you're just wasting materials, adding extra weight that you don't need to add to the ship. Don't make me like Brian You're Cox. In space. Brian Cox signed like signed it off, and if Brian Cox signed it off, th- that's gospel. You didn't
0: fucking know about that until I brought it up. I
2: didn't, but now I know it. I am fully behind this film.
3: <laughs> and since you bring that bit up, Worthless Sci-Fi says this film is absolutely worthless. The science is not even funny. <laughs>
1: what? Oh, I
2: hate the it story. when science ain't
3: funny <laughs> <laughs> I love like my science funny Damn that science I love it when funny. I pull the kettle and <laughs> go
2: <laughs>
0: Water
3: <laughs> The story to me is very weak uh, With pointless and unconvincing Leave me behind to save the mission Scenes don't buy this
0: film um, Rick Shane Is wrong and uh, <laughs> he's, he's wrong because um, Dan liked this film And therefore it can't be this thing Pretentious and nothing else Uh, Let me start by stating that I'm a big lover of both disaster movies, end of the world movies, psychological movies, etc, etc, etc. So I should always be biased towards liking this. I hated it. (laughs) I can easily say it is very pretentious and amounts up to pretty nothing. Doesn't make sense, mate. And it amazes me that there are so many reviews for this junk and so many defending it so ferociously. I'm pretty sure that Danny Boyle has a cult following. Clearly started with train spotting. Another movie I totally hated. <laughs> and he is no lynch or whatever director with a certain peculiar style. He seems to want to kill off every character possible at any turn of events, killing them off very easy without giving without really giving said death enough time, making these people seem very disposable. Yes, that was the point, you fucking bellend. Let's not even talk about what makes sense and what doesn't. And making a confusing ending doesn't make this movie cool or better. It's just another pretentious trait of this movie. And that's before he introduces this character of captain of the first ship, who appears out of nowhere with supernatural strength, etc. Alien parallels abound. Are, and are actually the only thing that made this movie not totally trashable. It's a totally pretentious bore. No surprise, the price is currently less than £3. Probably because there's a sale
3: on... <laughs> Bellend. you are like this one, Paul. This one's just for you. It's a K- KBM, and they basically called it Freddy Krueger in space, and then followed it up with, this just becomes Friday the 13th in space. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's on there. Just,
0: Amazing.
1: just because the guy was burned <laughs> <laughs> And Friday the thirteenth. What's Friday the thirteenth about it? Like, did his mother turn up? It turned out to be his mother.
0: Yeah, the uh, son is his mum. That's did what the... you missed in the subtext. No, oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> total <laughs> shit. <laughs> See, these start out as a funny idea and then I see Paul gets angrier and angrier <laughs> so we read out the comments. Actually he's, see like Yeah, <laughs> it goes from, oh, aren't people stupid to Paul going, I'm going to murder someone with a screwdriver. I hate people and their stupid
1: opinions. <laughs> um, let's start winding this down because it's a very long episode. Oh, sorry. Um, I just want to, we got a question a couple of weeks ago that we didn't answer because we're shit. Sorry. Things. Um, This is a tweet. and it says great show about tossing each other off with occasional references to films (laughs) 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 what was the first horror you watched that made you get into them and has there been one that actually scared the shit out of you James so I'll go first as I answer the question Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know what made me get into it I think what made me actually get into horror was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street the first one but the film, no, the only film I've ever seen that scared the shit out of me. Oh, uh, like Something which mountain? <laughs> Watcher in the Wood. Oh, Watcher in the Wood. Which is a Disney film. <laughs> <laughs> um, Still scares the shit out of me. I watched it fairly recently. I bought it on DVD and it's fucking scary, man. I've never seen it. It's a Disney
2: film. I need to see it. Yeah. If it scares you, then...
1: I, I mean, it doesn't... It only scares me because I have the memory of it being scary. It's so weird, too, because I'd already seen, like poltergeist and child's play but this film scared me
2: well i the, the first thing that scared me and it wasn't a film was ghost watch it was done by yeah. um, bbc <laughs> or channel 4 or something yes. done at halloween um <laughs> and I, even at the end i knew it was a a spoof because it came up with credits and it said so-and-so played the little girl so i'm like but it still freaked me the fuck out it's brilliant Freaked me the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, it's
1: brilliant too.
2: And nothing has ever got me like that ever did.
3: Even with Craig Charles standing outside interviewing the neighbours.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Sarah Green and
1: uh it was the guy?
3: The it was Michael boy. Parkinson.
1: Michael Parkinson, yeah, it, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, that yeah. was that that's Mr. Pipes. Me. Yeah, that's it, Mr. Pipes. Every, we should do that. The cat noises and from the cupboard and, and shit like that. And we should do that. And the way the camera pans across and then you've got the like the ghost shape and then it goes back again yeah. and it's gone. I just had a brilliant idea.
0: You guys watched um do you guys watch Inside Number
1: 9? No. Rings a bell.
0: you really need to watch Inside Number (laughs) 9 because... Is it horror? Yeah, kind of. It's like dark comedy horror. Um, It's a series. It's done by the guys who did The League of um, Gentlemen.
2: I didn't get on with that, so... Oh, okay. Me either.
0: Well, it's good, Um, but there's a live... Watch a couple of episodes. If you hate it, then we'll just watch the live episode. The live episode was fucking phenomenal Um, and it's like about ghosts and stuff, but it, it literally when I say it live, it literally went out live and like I don't want to spoil the twist, but it's like it freaked the fuck out of my girlfriend when, when we watched it together. Um and it is genuine it's genuinely like it's really like you're like, oh fucking out. And I'm I was reveling in it like this is clever as fuck. But um yeah, it was really good.
2: So an answer, question, though, what what, an answer to the question though,
0: what scared you? But, so the first actual film that scared me um was more of a program. Um <laughs> Uh, cause I, I distinctly really remember it. Um, called "You Can Read," which was like a, a like a kids like "You Can Fucking Read." Um, and there was one episode about space, and there was a thing that lived in a in a closet, and all you saw was eyes and a hand, and fucking terrifying. I used to nightmares about that all the time. It's fuck terrified the fuck out of me. <laughs> Um, I could probably still find the episode on on YouTube, but the minute I start hearing the music, it's like, you can read, you can read. I get a little bit like, oh, don't be the space one. Don't <laughs> be the space one. Don't be the fucking space one. Uh, yeah. And as for what got me into horror... Um, was it this podcast? Like proper horror, yeah, probably. Uh, this podcast, uh, watching Scream and going like, "Ah, oh, it's fucking great. I'll take but, the credit for that. But then. before that, I was really into like watching kind of horror B movies and stuff. And I was really into zombie movies um and apocalypse films and 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 stuff like like post-apocalyptic stuff um during kind of my late teens um and then yeah really got into b-movies getting drunk with my friend kev um who i think listens to this hi kev if you listen hi kev um yeah just getting drunk and watching like demons and great film uh, yeah Yeah. and uh and, and rock and roll nightmare which i obviously fucking adore
1: you can listen to our episode on that if you go back <laughs> you absolutely can
3: chris um I, you know, a, a film that especially got me into the genre it's probably i mean i'm a, I'm a bit older than you guys so bbc2 used to do a thing called the friday night fright uh and i remember sitting up watching out an old black and white telly and it was all the old hammer films yes. that, i was gonna so, say yeah, guys, i remember yeah. that yeah 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 that was great but for something that, that's probably the first thing that frightened me there's a A movie called *The Legend of Boggy Creek*. Oh, I know it well. Which was based on the Fork Monster. Yeah. Which was essentially Sasquatch. I'm just googling this (laughs) now. And although it doesn't, I've watched it again more recently, and it's not dated as well. But I remember at the time, it's scaring me crapless. It was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Um, But aside from that, (laughs) if you want to see something genuinely terrifying, there was a children's program in the 70s called *Jigsaw*, and on it was a guy called Mister Nosey Bonk. Look him up. He's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. The fact that this was shown to kids is just beyond me. There believe. was a gummy used to fry it the
1: crap out of terrifying. me.
3: terrifying. No!
1: That guy took Jesus his head off. Fuck. Have you
0: looked him up? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> what are you looking at? Have you looked up Mr. Does Nosey he have bond? a knife? Is he supposed to have a knife? Or is that someone superimposed that? Let's have a look.
3: Jesus.
0: What the
1: fuck is that? Uh, that's terrifying. I'm gonna put a picture of that. Because actually, just while I'm thinking about it, we got some feedback from uh, Brave New Girl. Hi, uh, um, hey, hello. Said, when we talk about pictures and <laughs> like artists and things like? that, We should probably put them on the Instagram so
0: people
2: so, know what we're talking yeah, about." Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, I think what, what's it called, Mister Nosey Bonk? Mister
3: Nosey Bonk. So
0: I'm gonna we'll just, that. I'm gonna just. Nosey say, Bonk's I'm just gonna send this to you now.
3: Yeah, there's a few videos of him from the show no, just right. doing things. As well, I remember one of him planting stuff in a greenhouse which shouldn't be frightening but it is it's was terrifying. it body parts
2: and
0: <laughs> I remember an episode of the Moomins that freaked me the fuck out um, there was like this this weird character that froze everyone to death um, and I, I I must have been five when I watched it but I remember having nightmares about that as well yeah fucking creepy Moomins freaked <laughs> me out anyway I don't yeah, get yeah Moomins anyone... was weird I don't get anyone who's like oh the Moomins are adorable like, they're not it's fucking weird the whole thing is weird Moomins are fucking weird they were definitely weird
1: yeah. So anyway, that's uh that's enough of that. Yeah And um, we've got a couple of little bit of bits of uh housekeeping to do. All right, I'll get the mop. <laughs> um First off, we have t shirts for sale. Ooh. If you want a t shirt or a hoodie Ooh. or um, a mug.
2: Where can I get such a um awesome Piece da- of merch from if Dan. You're... Dan needs
0: a new mug. He does.
2: I do need a new <laughs> mug. Someone stole <laughs> it. I might get one and take but it.
1: But I feel like he's got to let the uh, the human resources do the whole process before. <laughs> um, if, if you're in the. <laughs>
0: like a six month process someone's walking out with a box full of stuff they've been fine and then Dan's just sitting there with his after horror mug just taking a little sip like see that Clive wanker
1: so if you're interested in a t-shirt or any piece of merch with our awesome logo on it um, if you go to TeePublic if you're in the UK dot uk after horror one word um, or if you're outside the UK tpublic.com. .com after horror, all in one word. Um, if you order in the next two days, you get thirty percent off. Ooh, sweet! Yeah. Um, we also we have a coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. It's K O dash F I. Where if you want to support the show in any way, well, one way, <laughs> <laughs> you can buy us a coffee for three dollars. Yay! Yeah, I mean, there's no, you know. There's, you don't want to, that's fine <laughs> no it's not, not. Enough, <laughs> I'd be listening to someone's podcast now thinking well I'm not buying you a coffee <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting this shit for free which is cool which is cool we don't care but it's there yeah, if, It's just gonna, in case you want to
0: it's not going to stop coming out like it's it's, it's just a thing no.
1: But we are, we are building a website currently and uh, yeah. we don't want to pay for hosting. So <laughs> if, any, <laughs> if anything we can, you know, just cover our costs there, that'd be great. That would be yeah, helpful. Yeah, that's the
0: thing. We're not trying to become millionaires. All all the money that, that, that you give to us will go straight back into the making the podcast better. Yeah. So uh, eventually I'll Wait. be replaced.
2: I was yeah. going to say it's already pretty damn good, so you know all we have got to do is just replace Mike, and that's yeah, it. Yeah. We've got the perfect yeah, podcast. Right
1: there. Well, we don't know how this sounds yet. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. The whole thing's just like. <laughs> um, so, if you want to contact us, you can get hold of us on Facebook at After Horror Podcast, uh, Instagram After Horror Podcast, <laughs> Twitter at After Horror, um, or email us at pod at outlook dot com. Um, awesome. And, yeah, as I say, we've got a website coming. Um, we're looking for people to write stuff on it.
2: Yeah, just um, what reviews of films. Yeah, and... re-
1: reviews, um, articles. Yep. Basically anything you want, as long as it's got to do with horror movies. Yes. Or books. Or a drink. Or books on tape.
2: Audio-ness.
1: Horror games. You can do games.
0: I fucking write shit about horror games. Okay. Can I be in
2: it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so that's that anyway. Um until next episode.
2: Which what 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 are we watching?
1: Oh shit!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, keep him in suspense.
2: Uh it's me, isn't it? Yep. Yeah.
1: Um next episode we're gonna be doing The Lost Boys. I, yes. You sort of hinted to that the <laughs> other day. I also played the soundtrack when we were sitting here earlier as a little thing, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Awesome.
1: Yeah. So until then, The real horror is getting burnt by the sun and living in pain and agony.
0: The real horror is (laughs) degloving. (laughs) Degloving. Skin slippage. Skin Uh, slippage. The real
1: horror is definitely
0: skin slippage. That's your that's your DJ name. Google it. DJ skin slippage. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine doing weddings? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my arms come off.
2: So he's been Mike. He's been Paul. He's
3: been Chris. And he's been damned Yeah <laughs>
2: Nearly went But it
3: was, it was alright yeah. oh, it. It.
0: The After Horror Podcast is hosted by Paul Vinton Mike Orvis Dan Usher and Chris Lamb The logo was designed by Jaws 19 Show and the music by Glitterwolf You can find them wherever music is available If you want a t-shirt visit tpublic.co.uk forward slash afterhorror. Help the podcast by donating via Ko-fi. There will be a link in the podcast description. The next episode is on the 27th of July. See you then.